One of the reasons it's so hard to focus is that you don't always know exactly what you're creating. I'm talking about the end goal, the final set of results you're working towards. Or if you do know, it doesn't really excite you. Now, last week, we solved that by creating an outrageous goal. And this week, we go one step further so that you never start your office hours wondering what you should be doing today ever again. Today, I share with you my formula for deciding your core priority focus right now so that you can get exactly where you want to go. So let's get started. You are listening to the Thriving Empire Podcast, a show designed exclusively to help you avoid working 24-7, to help you eliminate overwhelm, and help you live your ultimate life while you figure out how to make money from your ideas. This show should be your number one resource for no-brainer strategies, tactics, and tips for launching your ideas with more ease, vision, and freedom so that you can change the world drama-free. I'm your host, Stephanie Holland, strategist, traveler, and coconut macaroon addict. Welcome to Season 2, Kickstart Your Mini Empire, so that you can create the life you really want. So let's get started. Well, hello. So I've switched my podcast recording days to Sunday. So I've actually just finished a lazy hammock session reading Osho, his book, Living on Your Own Terms, What is Real Rebellion? And I realized that when I first started reading Osho, I think it was his book on creativity. And then I pretty much read Courage. I read them back to back. Um, I was still figuring out at that point what that might look like and feel like for me living on your own terms. And now as I read this book in my hammock with butterflies and dragonflies visiting the orchidea tree on my balcony, overlooking the South Pacific waves, I realize, oh my gosh, this is what living on my own terms looks like and feels like. It has nothing to do with money, which is a huge lesson that took me years and years to learn. And it has everything to do with figuring out what makes you truly happy moment to moment. And for me, even the dragonfly is a huge part of that. It's such a cool realization. So what are we talking about this week? Well, last week we talked about why an outrageous goal catapults you so much further than a mediocre one and actually tricks your brain into achieving your business vision with a lot less resistance and a lot less drama. So this week, um, well, actually, also the episode worksheet walked you through how to do that as well by articulating your vision, mission, and legacy statement, which actually I find to be a really powerful way to keep you centered and focused on the end result. So go back to that episode, episode 47, if you haven't listened to it yet, because actually in this episode, we're talking about how to take that focus one step further so you can start bringing it into your day-to-day. Literally, every time you crack open your laptop, you know exactly what you're doing. So today, you're going to choose your core focus project, your core priority focus, which is actually quite a tough thing to do, right? Choosing your core priority focus. Because we live in such an exciting age, there are so many new ideas springing up every single day, new tools, new systems, new training, yada, 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 new platforms, new opportunities present themselves all the time. And in business, of course, there's no end to what we could be doing, creating, making, and selling. In short, though, it's really easy to get distracted and end up off track, off target and feeling lackluster about our achievements. Because when we focus on a lot of things at the same time, what we're doing at the same time is achieving a lot of incompletes. And if you're anything like me, oh my gosh, that drives me absolutely insane. 
we tend in this case to start things while others are unfinished. And worse, we're trying to do so much. And we personally are spread so thin. Um, you know, energetically, but also literally task-wise, like trying to build a following across multiple so social media platforms um, instead of just one and so spread so thin that our outputs become actually quite mediocre. And then our message and offer just kind of disappears amongst the madding crowd, you know, because of our own mediocrity. But here's the truth. If we focus on the one most important thing that we want to create right now, the one thing that is the immediate next step to achieving our goals, then we can achieve all our goals with a lot more ease, joy, and success, and actually remove the hustle from our experience and startup vocabulary forever, which has been one of my goals for a really long time. Because when I first started, it was a hustle. And then I realized the hustle doesn't make me happy. It doesn't feel good. I really have a problem with hustle. The word and the concept and how it's thrown about in business circles is kind of ridiculous. It's just BS. It implies no pain, no gain, but really it's, it's rubbish. Let's enjoy instead the process of launching our ideas into the world. Let's enjoy our time while we're doing it, our life, and create the space in our lives to feel nourished, inspired, and empowered. Let's pretty much thrive on all levels while we launch our ideas. That is what my whole business is about. Now, the simplest way to do that with your business is to decide on your core priority focus right now. So remember in episode 34, where you created your dynamic business vision, that's actually a great exercise to go back to and review that now. If you haven't listened to it, um, it's a really great one. What I want you to do is refer to the portfolio of products and services section in your business vision. And you haven't, if you haven't done that exercise, just go ahead and list the products and services that you currently envision as part of your business offering. So these includes the ones you've already created, the ones you're in the process of creating, and the ones you know you want to create in the future. They're either on a list somewhere or in your mind's eye. Now, if you have a few ideas for products and services and, and offers, uh, for example, in the worksheet, I exampled a book, a course, a retreat, and a mastermind, then what you can do once you have this list of things you want to create, you can actually start to determine the natural flow of your products and services, not just for you, but also for your customers so that you can figure out which one to focus on now. So you're kind of thinking of them more as building blocks to your ultimate goal. So maybe you've um, created or maybe you have goals to create a home yoga studio and an online yoga studio, for example. So a brick and mortar business and an online version of that business. Well, you, you'd be better off creating one of them first and then iterating with the next one. So perhaps an, a home yoga studio first and then you branch out into an online yoga studio or vice versa. It really doesn't matter, but one before the other. Or maybe within that single goal for an online online business, maybe an online yoga, yoga studio, you've got ideas for a membership site or a package of one-on-one -on -one live sessions via Skype. Again, do one of them first and then the other one. Or maybe you have a dating app and live meetups for your customers and you also offer date coaching. 
Well then, just figure out the natural order of those offerings that makes sense to you and your customers. Maybe you have a cold-pressed juice company and offer different specialized packages for different audiences. Maybe new cleanses, advanced cleanses, cleanses for athletes. Perhaps you can roll out one product at a time and see how they go. So whatever your collection of offers or products and services, it's really a great strategy to create, launch, test, and build momentum around one at a time. Because then you're likely to get them all accomplished faster if you focus on one at a time. Now, in the example I mentioned a few moments ago in the beginning, I could begin with 100% focus um, um, on, on, for example, the book until it's published. And then I could use the material and the structure of the book to create a course while then also upgrading the content with my new learnings and experiences as that I roll the course out. So the course, so to speak, would be the advanced version of the teachings in the book. And then once the course is complete, I can then use my learnings and discoveries to offer a 12-person retreat, a one-on-one in-person retreat, and to create a much more immersive, personal, and intimate experience for my customers. And then when I've learned from a couple of retreats, say I do one every quarter or one every six months or one every year, then I could possibly channel everything I've learned into um, a 12-month online mastermind program, which gives me the opportunity to scale my offering nationally, globally, and amongst many more people. So if you see in this example, which I haven't done, and this is, this is not my goal, but in this example, each product builds naturally upon the other in terms of content creation, but also in terms of building trust with my audience and guiding them through a deeper, richer experience of the thing that I'm creating. Plus, each experience builds on the previous, which basically means I'm looping customer feedback and my own learnings and my own developing wisdom into the next experience that I'm creating for my customers. So it really forms a beautiful feedback loop that benefits everyone. And although it maybe might take four to five years to achieve all of it in succession, it means I do achieve all of it. So you get the gist, you get what's happening here. So here's another thought. It's also really cool to balance out the obvious natural flow for your customers with what you really want to work on first. So what would really light you up to work on right now and for the next 12 months? Say you've got a list of six things you want to create and you kind of look at that, those, those lists um, or those objects on your list and you think, oh gosh, which one would, do I absolutely really feel so passionate about working on right now? Also, you can ask yourself some crazy questions. Like if you only had a year to live which offer would you focus on creating? Which would bring you the most joy? So, okay, in my example, the book was the smallest iteration of the bigger idea that I have. But um, actually, I have the resources and confidence to do the book now. But what if I instead really, really, really wanted to start at what logically seems like the third step, the retreat, the in-person retreat for 12 people? Well, then if that's the stronger impulse, I would do the retreat right now. I would change the order and the focus to focus on the retreat right now 100%. And that's also totally okay. So take into consideration also your heart's desire because we have got to follow the joy. And of course, you can focus on one or two projects at the same time, especially if they complement each other. But personally, I've always found much greater benefit and speed from focusing on one at a time. So once a super wise person said, and I don't remember who, 
We overestimate what we can do in one year and underestimate what we can do in three. And that is so, so true. So think about spreading your work out, your body of work out over a couple of years. The years are going to pass by anyway. So why not just reckon that you will have two to three completed projects in that period of time versus five to six unfinished ones? Now, your main job right now is to figure out your core priority focused so that you can create it, launch it and start generating the results you're looking for on your way to a much bigger picture that you have for your life and your work. So if you haven't created your business vision yet, head over to episode 34. And then if you have the podcast study pack, crack open worksheet 4.2, where I'll walk you through an exercise to help you decide on your core priority focus right now. Now, if you don't have your copy yet of the podcast study pack, don't worry. You can grab your copy at stephanieholland.co forward slash 48. You'll get a worksheet for each episode so that you can implement your learnings and insights ASAP. And you'll also receive other multimedia resources that I don't share anywhere else. All for $27. What a bargain. <laughs> and also, I have a favor to ask. If you're enjoying the podcast, would you please rate and review it on iTunes for me? Thank you so much. That would help me out a lot and also help other people looking for this kind of content to help them figure out how to have more freedom in their life and work. But in the meantime, keep thriving on all levels so that you can stay in the game until you get the results you're looking for. Thank you so much for joining me today. Have a beautiful week. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Thriving Empire Podcast. I really appreciate you being here. Now, if you're not subscribed already, be sure to do that right now. Head over to stephanieholland.co and sign up right on the page so you never miss an episode. You'll also get my latest strategic worksheet for maximizing your personal freedom while you launch your ideas. And if you enjoyed this episode a lot, I would love it so much if you would do me a quick favor and rate and review the podcast. This will help me get the podcast discovered by more solopreneurs so that I can help them minimize the pain, drama, and burnout of launching their ideas too. Just search for Thriving Empire on your favorite podcast platform, subscribe, and review. Thank you so much. So you have a beautiful week, and I'll see you next time on Thriving Empire.